This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 919, the key moment in surfing that is just like speaking English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we hear Lindsay's story about learning how to surf in Nicaragua. Find out how the moment when you stand up on a surfboard is just like the moment when you decide to jump into an English conversation. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey, Michelle. How you doing today? Hey, Lindsay. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited to hear about your trip. I know. I'm back from Nicaragua, and it was awesome. It was awesome. And I'm going to share some insights that I had on the trip with our listeners today. We're going to talk about it. It's going to be cool. Okay. Awesome. That's exciting. (laughs) I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Super, super exciting. But first, I want to remind our listeners real quick, guys, today we're going to use some new vocabulary that you might not know in English. So we're talking about surfing today, actually. Um, But -hmm. if you want to make sure that you catch all the words we say on the show today, you want to go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe and get the transcripts for all of the episodes and you get it delivered to your inbox on Mondays. So cool. Nice. There you go. Exciting. Yeah, and we have lots of cool stuff going on here, Michelle, here. Guys, I want to remind our listeners that Jessica and I are going to be in Japan in April. So guys, if you, if you're in Japan and you have not signed up yet, you want to go over to allersenglish.com forward slash Tokyo and sign up before the spots fill up. You want to grab the Kizuna level if you can. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Cool. So cool. So, Michelle, yes, I am back from Nicaragua, and you came back from fr- from Italy a little while. I, I like it. I feel like this season we're talking about our trips and our traveling a lot. Well, that's the best thing ever. So <laughs> my favorite thing to do is travel. So, And I know – I'm guessing it is pretty much for you too. Totally. I love – I realized something about myself while I was traveling. Yeah. I love ambiguity. I love ambiguity. And I love the ambiguity that happens when you're traveling because you don't know what's going to – you never quite know exactly what's going on. <laughs> right, <laughs> do, right, do you know right. What I mean? No, I know. I love that too. Just like that – That I don't know. It's just like a free feeling. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what the day holds. Right. There's no real routine. And you also just are always kind of a little bit confused, which I find fun and interesting and humbling. <laughs> yeah. I think – I feel like the most valuable experiences when you're traveling are those times where like you're like – a little bit uneasy about something and then you figure it out. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're lost, 
or yeah. I don't know, you just maybe you'd eat something that you were kind of like worried about that's like something a little bit different and it's great. Or oh, yeah. I feel like those are yeah. like the most um, rewarding experiences. Maybe that sounds funny. I don't know. No, I think you're right. I mean, li- when we're traveling, we are living with the volume turned all the way up. Right, that's right. <laughs> right? Especially, you know, in Nicaragua, it was hot. It was so hot. It was in the high 90s, mid 90s oh, and sunny and it was dusty and 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 dirty into at times in places but it was fun we really we really got in there we had kind of an adrenaline filled week uh great great that's great <laughs> yeah we did we did some volcano boarding which sounds kind of crazy have you ever heard of that volcano boarding no yeah, where you basically you rent a board and you bomb down a volcano. <laughs> wow. Yeah, an active volcano too. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lindsay, that's crazy. <laughs> it was insane. The guy in our I went pretty slow, but the fastest record in our group was seventy five kilometers an hour. One guy went seventy five K per hour. Oh it was my crazy. Gosh, wow. Yeah, but one of the scariest things that we did and most adrenaline-pumping things was actually surfing. And that's what I want to talk about today because surfing is such a visceral experience, Michelle. Yeah, I know. I'm, I am I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm like an expert surfer. <laughs> Are you really? No. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was wondering if I could fool you. I no, 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 I'm you not. Um, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder uh, if you fooled some of our listeners. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, no, no, never been surfing. So what was it like, Lindsay? <laughs> well, it was it was just intense. I think that's the word for it because, you know, I don't know. Surfing is the kind of thing where you kind of have to surrender to the ocean a little bit. And we're going to talk mm-hmm. about how surfing today is a lot like learning to speak English and diving in and speaking when you're not totally sure how it's going to come across, right? Because there's a moment in surfing when we make a choice to stand up on the board. And that's what we're going to hone in on today. But the basic experience of surfing surfing is intense because we actually had pretty big waves. Like probably they weren't the best ones to learn on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they were considered world class waves. They weren't Hawaii. They weren't Australia waves, but they were big. Like they were world class waves. And we also had our lesson in Spanish. So we didn't have native, we didn't have English speaking teachers. (laughs) So those two things. And then of course you get thrown under and you get the the board is attached to your ankle and it kind of it push, you know, it pulls with the, with the, with the surf. And so it, it's pulling, feels like it's going to pull your leg off kind of. <laughs> and oh you get thrown gosh. around in the waves. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So were you like, how were you scared? I mean, I was scared. I was definitely scared the whole time. I was like, am I okay? Like, should I be doing this? Should I just stop and maybe learn somewhere else that's more calm, maybe in New England? Like the whole time I was like, I'm not sure if this is, I don't know if I'm okay here. Right. But yeah. But Michelle, today, let's create a little analogy to inspire our listeners to keep learning English. And after I surfed, I was sitting down, I was having a beer, and I was reflecting how surfing is like one specific moment in the lives of our listeners. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this is especially true for our listeners who are living abroad, guys. You know, if you are living in a a foreign country, in an English-speaking country, and you're having to take this risk every day, but it does also apply to our listeners who are just learning, right, who are occasionally speaking. And do you know the phrase, stick your neck out, Michelle? Uh, Yeah. 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 So what does that mean? Isn't it like kind of like taking a risk? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's taking a risk. It's taking a risk. I thought that's what it was. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And before we dive further into this, guys, I want to remind you, we have our new app available, right? So I just... 
Yeah, I just uploaded a new video. Michelle, your video was live last week where you introduced our listeners to a convenience store in New York, and that oh, was super okay. cool. <laughs> yep. yep. So, and, and this week, there's a new video live um, where I was in Nicaragua and talking about a, how to talk about being new at doing something, which is riding a motorbike. We rented a motorbike. So that was fun. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. Was it like a scooter or like a real, mo- like what was yeah, it? Yeah, it was actually more of a scooter, honestly. Uh, yeah. But it was definitely like, it was another one of those, like, should we do this? Is this, because uh-huh. we, when we were taking the boat over, you know, to Ometepe Island, we talked to one of the expats who was living there and she said, I don't recommend minute i see accidents all the time and the way the company makes their money is on the wrecks on the on the crashes oh my god (laughs) and so we thought oh my gosh should we do this you know what do we do and then we said forget it we're just gonna do it let's just do it so i i went like the first time dan and i went on vacation together we Mm -hmm. we went on a cruise actually and um, at one of the stops, we also did, we tried to do one of the scooters and um. it was terrifying. Like, I don't know how you did that. It was so scary. Where, where we, were we you? To, where were we? Um, mm-hmm. Some, uh, somewhere in Florida. Like it was like, uh, I think it was oh. Port Canaveral, Florida. Okay. And they just happened to have, the, there wasn't really that much to do there, honestly. <laughs> um, but so we decided to try and uh, rent these scooters and like Mm -hmm. i had to get off of it because i was too freaked out like i was like i'm definitely gonna break a bone or more than one bone and so we ended up instead we got we we got off of it and we took like a little car around that we like we were driving but it was like much safer feel Um, so i'm very impressed and shocked that you would do that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, my travel partner, yeah. Mal, was really helpful. I think she has more guts than I do sometimes. So she drove <laughs> the bike and she like pushed us over the edge with some of these things, really. Um, but yeah, we did it. And luckily, we were okay. We just went super slow. But yeah, yeah no, like, I hope you try the scooter another time, Michelle, maybe <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So anyway, so back to the surfing thing. So this analogy today, guys, I want you to imagine this moment when we stick our necks out, right? So in surfing, here's how it works, right? Some of our listeners might be surfers. So they know that when you paddle out, you're surfing, you paddle out, you know, just like a fish, right? Paddle out to where the wave is going to break and you hang out there. You wait for the wave. And then when you spot it, you decide that that's going to be the wave you're going to get, right? Mm -hmm. So at that point, you turn around, you turn the surfboard around, and you feel the wave coming up under you. It's an incredible feeling. I always wanted to know what it felt like to surf, right? Mm. You feel it coming up under you, and then here's the key moment that I see the comparison between learning English and speaking in a group. It's when we decide to stand up Mm. on the surfboard, right? Because what happens if you don't stand up on the surfboard, Michelle? You're going to be carried away by a wave? Well, yeah. I mean, basically, you're not even surfing. You're just boogie boarding. Right, right, right. Right? So, I mean, my teacher, I don't know if I misunderstood his Spanish, but he said it was actually riskier. If I don't stand up, it'd be more dangerous. Uh, Maybe he was lying to me and just saying that, but I believed him. So, (laughs) you know. You know what? I never feel, I always feel like I'm surfing when I'm on the subway in New York and I'm not holding on to something. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually feel like, I'm like, that's how I imagine surfing to be. Not that I should be doing that. I should hold on. But anyway, sorry. (laughs) 
I bet you would be a good surfer because of your heavy train experience, like with your crowded train experience. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, but everybody hold on to the poles. That's right. (laughs) I mean, in surfing, there's nothing to hold on to, right? Yeah. So, So that's the key moment that I see very similar to speaking in a group, right? Especially in a group, taking that chance. It's when you decide to stand up because you can definitely decide to not stand up and just to stay stay on your belly and just Mm -hmm. keep kind of like paddling and obviously you would flip over you fall into and that happens sometimes but at least twice out of 10 tries i managed to stand up Mm, wow that's good yeah how did that feel it felt amazing michelle this feeling of being carried by the waves hanging in the air and knowing that you made that choice to stand up it's it's empowering because it's not an easy thing to do (laughs) yeah yeah and i guess you have to like in making the choice, you have to go full into it because you have to probably yeah. be like just like physically so strong. So like exactly. you can't just like, you know, do it halfway because otherwise you're exactly. just going to fall, right? You can't just dip your toe into the water, so right. to speak, right? Right, There's a little right. pun there, right? You can't do that because you – because then you would fall for sure. you right. got to be fully – you make the commitment, you commit, I'm going to stand up here. Right, right. right. Guys, if you love this podcast and you are an iOS user, you can listen to the show in our new iOS app where you get free limited time bonus videos. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash app to download it right away. Allearsenglish.com forward slash A-P-P. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, Michelle, how do how is this like learning English? How is this like speaking in English? Like what moment are we talking about for our listeners? Well, we're talking about, I mean, yeah, I think this is a great analogy, right? That mm-hmm. moment when you make a choice, right? And you have the courage to stand up, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when, you know, it's scary because you know that you might get hurt, right? You're vulnerable. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. feels like that, right? But mm-hmm. it feels scarier, but actually it's you have to do it to grow. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Right. Because if we never stand up on the surfboard, like I said before, we're just boogie boarding. So we're not fully experiencing the thing we want to experience. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I really, very nice analogy, Lindsay. Yeah. I mean, the best ideas come when we're out in the world, right? Breathing in the air, maybe inhaling water, salt water. (laughs) (laughs) A little too much sun. Exactly. A little too much sun creates good ideas, I think. No. So, so I, I envision this similar as the, to the moment where let's imagine our listeners are in a group of native speakers Mm -hmm. or a mix of native speakers and non-native speakers and they're speaking fast, right? Back and forth, back and forth, boom, boom, boom. Okay. And then an idea comes to your mind, right? Right. And you want to say what's coming to your mind. You say it in your head. Maybe you're rehearsing. And that's the moment when you have to make the choice, which is the equivalent of standing up on the surfboard, right? You have to decide to jump into the conversation and speak. Right, right, right. And like, it's hard because, you know, you're really putting yourself out there like, you know, and I know, I mean, I have a lot of students who um, are nervous about speaking, especially if they're taking a class with native English speakers. I have so many come to me and say like, 
oh, I can't express myself. I'm scared to ask a question. I'm scared to, you know, this, this, and that. Yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of fear and that's understandable. But the way to get past it is just to do it because really, what is the absolute worst thing that's going to happen? I mean, and yeah. actually surfing is more dangerous. <laughs> that <laughs> more day you could get dangerous. physically hurt. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, knock on wood, you can't get physically hurt from trying to say something in a conversation. Um, knock on wood. But sometimes we feel like we can, right? Right. Because, it feels like, that way. And like, you just have way. to think, okay, what is the worst thing that can happen? Probably. I mean, Lindsay, what do you think is the worst thing? I mean, the worst thing is that, you know, I mean, that's the point, right? Sometimes we don't have complete control over how that gesture is going to be received by the people around us. Like right. when it comes to surfing, we can't control the ocean. We don't know what the waves are going to be like. We don't know that particular wave. We don't know. Maybe there are sharks. Who knows, right? With native speakers, you know, we don't know if they'll be friendly, if they'll are be they, annoyed, if they'll ignore they us. Will they? Right, right. Yeah. We can't know, though. Can we, Michelle? No. And like also, whatever it is. That's what it is. Like, at least you took a chance. Yeah. So I know it would yeah. feel terrible. Like if you said something and it just happened to be the wrong thing and people kind of like give you a strange look or laughed or something. And like, that's yeah. not about you. That's about them. And like not being patient with people and, you know, just uh, not a good attitude in general. Right. Most people, I think, I, well, I don't know, but like, I feel like a lot, especially maybe in New York, because there are so, there's so much diversity here, like have a bit of patience, right? And, mm -hmm, or I mm -hmm, hope so. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. but you, but you're not going to know if you don't find out. And the worst thing is you get a weird look. Okay. So like, you know, you just move past yeah. it and try again next time. It's okay. You know, it would happen exactly. to anybody. Yeah, exactly. And, and the other side of this is that, you know, I think there's something very admirable about people who are wholehearted and they really try things and they, they right. step beyond that like fear in their heads. You know, it's a kind right. of a surrender to the universe in some ways, right? right? Standing up on that surfboard, making the commitment to speak, putting your life energy out there into the world and then letting yourself become vulnerable. But it's really the only way to get good at something. It's the right. only way to be fully alive in that moment. Right, right, right. Exactly. So I love it. Yeah. Can, can you think of any other situations, Michelle, beyond just speaking in a group for our listeners where they could use this analogy and remember it when they're out there? Well, I guess it could be like um, giving a speech. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Giving a speech yeah. or like, oh, like we talked about like raising your hand in class, right? Something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, these situations like, yeah, I, like I was talking about with the classroom, you know, it's very intimidating. I have a lot of students who are giving speeches and who want to ask a question, but they're scared. I mean, I, I encounter this pretty much every time I'm with a student. Somebody bring this up, brings this up to me. And yeah. the thing is, you just have to just, you know, go out and just put yourself out there and do it. And something that I tell students is like, okay, let's say you're in a class and this can go for just a regular conversation. Mm -hmm. Like, you can give yourself a goal that nobody else but you knows about, right? Mm. So if you're in a class, say, I'm going to raise my hand two times in this class. Or yeah, I love if that. you're with a group of native speakers, you say, I'm going to make two comments. And, mm -hmm. and it doesn't like, so you know, you have to do that. And, and you might get more comfortable and say, Oh, wow, mm -hmm. I can actually make four. You know what I mean? Like make a tiny, that. make a tiny goal for yourself. No one knows you have it. And, you know, just, just go for it.
Yeah, I love that. That's a really good uh, like kind of takeaway we could recommend to our listeners here, Michelle, because that way you're measuring not like success or failure by how right. it's received. It's more based on your actions, right? How many times you actually try it, you do the thing, right? With surfing, you know, next time I try surfing, I could say I'm going to stand up four times in this half hour, right. and no, no matter what happens, it doesn't matter if I stand up successfully or if I look right. beautiful, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm going to stand up four times. Actually, recently I went to uh, uh, my very first spin class ever. Cool. And, and have you? Do you do those? I've tried them. They're not really my favorite thing. But how did it go for They're you? They're not my favorite thing either. But I <laughs> said I'm just gonna try it. Like there was an open Good. class, and the instructor. It was perfect because she said, "Does anybody new here?" Yep. And I said, "Me." <laughs> and <laughs> she said to me, "Your only goal in this class is to finish the class." Don't look at the other people in the class. Your goal is to finish the class. So it doesn't matter how fast or how slow you are, right? And because Mm -hmm. I had that goal, I was able to finish the class. And I think had she not said that to me, I would have been looking around like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Everybody's keeping up and I'm behind. I mean, I was behind the entire time, but I felt great because I finished the class. I love that. That's a good example. So it's about the piece of advice. Yeah, it's like it's about the action that you take. It's what's in what's within your control. And then there's that moment where you take that leap of faith and you put your energy out into the universe. And then the universe, to some extent, will decide like how successful we are. But the only thing that we can control is whether we stand up, whether we finish the class, or whether we share that thought in our mind in English. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And so you know, this is about acting. And you know, I think there's also this whole thing for our listeners around many of our listeners, I think feel like they need to spend more time preparing, right? I'm not prepared enough. I, I'm not going to speak today because I want to prepare more. But Michelle, what do you think about that? I mean, at some point, we just have to throw it out there. Yeah, because sometimes you might be delaying yourself and like making excuses, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, exactly. you could either be like, so prepared, but sometimes that's you, there's a thing as being such as being like too prepared and like being yeah. unnatural, right? You want to be yourself. Yeah. You want to, you know, you don't have to like be perfect, you know? It's all exactly. connection, not perfection, right? Yeah. I mean, what would happen? A wise if- person once said that. <laughs> a wise person once said, a wise podcast <laughs> yes. once said. I mean, what happens if when we're learning to walk as kids, like we're three years old, whatever, we, what would happen if we spent like a year or two or three years preparing, like studying how to walk? It wouldn't right. work. <laughs> right? right. Learning by doing. Up, and we walk and we learn by doing. You got it. So, I mean, you know, this is, this this is this is it guys i mean this is this is kind of what we want to say to you today michelle what is our what is our takeaway for for our listeners today then well you know just go for it stand up jump into that conversation right yeah right so mm-hmm. even if it's a big risk the bigger possible there's like a big chance of getting a bigger reward yeah. from like you know de- depending on the size of your risk right so exactly. next time you know you have that chance just stand up speak in english and you know don't just just go for it and see what happens. Look at it as an, it as an experiment rather as like, rather mm-hmm. than like a life or death situation. Exactly. No one's going to die. Maybe in surfing they will. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but mm-hmm. because we're just talking about learning English for you guys, no one's going to die. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's good. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Such an interesting uh, episode today, Michelle. And I loved your examples about the spin class and the subway, surfing the subway. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, great analogy, Lindsay. I'm glad to hear you had a good experience. 
Oh, yeah. I want to try it again. But I want to try it this time, like in Massachusetts, like more calm waves. I think I, I jumped in to a very intense ocean that day. Sounds like so. it. Sounds like <laughs> it. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So if you love today's episode and you want to start listening in the app, because over in the app, we now have these cool videos, right? So last week, Michelle, you were in, were you in downtown, Man- bleh, downtown Manhattan? Is that where you were? Somewhere around there? The like yeah, 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 yeah. Around that. Yeah, area. yeah. around there right and I actually did a video when I was in Nicaragua like I said on a motorbike so guys you can catch these videos but they come down after just a couple of days so that's why you want to have this app downloaded on your phone so you can get those alerts when we add a new video so go to allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses and and uh, download the app put it on your phone and get ready so cool all right awesome well thanks for that Lindsay and guys go for it you can do it All right, cool. Thanks for hanging out today, Michelle. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.